Hang on a second. A podcast? Wait, with two of my best friends for so many years? Just a second. Three fully grown men just discussing our shared love for the Australian children's television program, Bluey? (laughs) I don't mind if I do. Sounds like a good movie title, Three Men and a Bluey. Is that fair to say? Three men and a little bluey, isn't that the- I'm not saying that there's nothing in that to explore. (laughs) Could be. This episode of the Hammerbot Project is called The Machine Pup Rising. Frank. Yes, Brendan. How you doing? I'm very well, mate. Marty. Yes, Brendan. (laughs) How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay. He seemed rather stunned by that intro, I've got to be honest. He sat there with a big smile on his face going, is- is this how we're starting the show now? Is, is this a thing? <laughs> you I've, just never know. <laughs> I've heard of cold opens, but this is ridiculous. Speaking of stunning, what a stunning show Bluey is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Should we talk about an episode of it? Uh, yeah, well, we're here. And you guys did spend all that time setting up the stuff. I'm, I'm down. <laughs> Gets my vote. And if you- I just if I just string heaps of positive remarks like sign me up, I'll do it. I'm down. Capital idea. Does it come across as uh, excitement? And do you think the listeners will feed off of that? That's the idea. Whether it works in practice remains to be seen. <laughs> so, what episode are we talking about today? Wait, that's my line. That's I'm meant your to do line. this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this episode of Blue is called the Claw, which is funny because uh, recently in the quiet game episode when we had your uh lovely wife yes. on we were trying to figure out what was the first episode she saw and i think she said it might have been um uh, sean uh, no oh, you're sean. 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 sean yes yeah yeah she said it might have been sean but she thought maybe she only thought it was sean because you were spooking sean to everyone yes and um you said it's like have you ever seen liar liar it's the claw. And then, but we still, you mentioned that because of Sean. Yes. You said, oh, but like on Liar Liar. And I said, oh, I was watching that the other day. You did. Then she said, no, it might have been the claw. And we didn't make the connection that that was both. <laughs> I just thought that was funny that, uh, yeah, you mentioned Liar Liar for the other one. So now you're doing that numerous episodes afterwards uh, in a podcast. Yeah. Liar Liar. What a movie. So are you enjoying our podcast where we recap previous episodes of our same podcast? Because this is great content. <laughs> this is a endlessly recursive series of podcasts. Please join us next week where we talk about this week and just do it faster and faster. It's like um, a fractal. You yeah, that's it. Endlessly. Yeah. Each part of the pattern contains the whole. You're just going to speed up the editing. Maths. <laughs> All right, so speaking of speeding things up, Marty, can you take us into the bare bones of this episode, please? Well, this episode is a pretty clear homage to the 1984 uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger film, The Terminator. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to keep on going. I love, I love how organically this Arnie thing is. None of us expected this. This is, I love it. Please. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a story about a machine um, that is slowly taking over uh, the world. There is the machine uprising in there. No, sorry. Um, this is an episode in which, you know, the girls find a claw machine. Uh, they try to play it. Uh, they lose their money very quickly. And then uh, it's about uh, dad pretending to be the claw machine and uh, hilarity ensuing, as I usually say. So jumping ahead to my notes here, now that you've mentioned Terminator, all I've got in one of my notes here is the music. And all that's running through my head right now is... How cool. Just such an iconic theme. And it's purely percussive. 
How is that? Po- oh, only who- only to be topped by Phil Collins on the drums. What's that song with the gorilla? I can feel it calling in the air tonight. There was a rumor that that was about when he was a kid and there was a pool and somebody let someone meet their fate in the pool. Um, turns out that's not true at all, but it was, uh, I think Phil Collins has spoken about that and said that uh, he wishes it was true because it's be- um, it's better than a, a, a then gorilla again, playing drums. Then again, don't take my word for it because it might be like, I'm just a guy on a podcast <laughs> who's not supposed to be talking about Phil Collins. So what do I know? But speaking of things that I'm not supposed to be talking about, um, the, the theme from uh, Terminator, yes. I can't remember who composed it. Because I know we're supposed to be, I know we haven't even really finished the bare bones. Can I just quickly? We haven't really talked about Bluey to this point, so why start? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. I'll just quickly call um my niece Neve. Yeah, sure. And just like, because she'll know, she'll know um who composed that. Okay. It's just be- brilliant. It's just totally. Oh, oh. Neve Stone. Hey, Neve. How you doing? Oh, hey. Good. Thanks, Uncle Brendan. What can I do for you? I know that um you are probably like I am a bigger fan of. Terminator 2 rather than the original Terminator. I know some people think that's sacrilege, but... T2 all the way. Preach, Frank. Give me that sweet Arnie redemption arc. Yeah, exactly. Liquid metal bad guys. Sarah Connor kicking butt this time around. It has everything, doesn't it? And then some. Was James Cameron the... Yes, he co-wrote and directed both, but number two he produced as well. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 no, yeah. no, no, no. That's what yeah. I thought. But the composer of the theme. Ah, uh, yes, the famous Gugga, Gugga, That would be the work of Brad Fidel. Oh, of, of course. Yes, yes. That's how I knock on doors. That's an interesting bit to commit to. When I, because, you know, I'm <laughs> being a postman and I knock on doors when I have parcels for people. Oh, I see. That's a lot of doors. And that's how they. Has anyone ever recognized the reference? Yeah, no, no one has. Mm. Oh, hang on. My friend Ben Timmis, he got it once. Phew, one is better than nothing. Anyway, thank you, Neve. Pleasure's all mine. Bye now. I'll be back. So there you go. Right. Um, she, I, I Mystery you, solved. I, I told you she would know. Hmm. Oh, it, go, 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 go. I recommend everyone knock on doors like that and see who gets it and see who deserves to be a friend and who doesn't. That's how I also press the pedestrian buttons on um, <laughs> when I go to cross the road. You know how you have to you have to press it more than once because once isn't enough. You gotta go, <laughs> but it, it kind of excuses it if you just go bah, 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 and then you know you might make a friend uh, on a stranger friend on the road. I'm hey, really terminated s- too, folks. I'm really sorry that I mentioned this music thing. <laughs> it's kind of derailed the show. Quite yeah, oh, I'm sorry that I mentioned Terminator. I'm just going to strike that off the list. <laughs> no, you're not. Now, do we even finish your bare bones, buddy? No. Yes, we did. Um, oh, we did. But, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. But, oh, yeah. Sorry. Like, I was going to pick up on the, uh, the theme of music. Obviously, we have the um, establishing shot, which I'm going to come back to in a second. But did yes. you guys notice what the music is that the machine plays? That the claw is it machine Pac-Bell's plays? Cannon? Yeah, uh, it's Packabell's cannon. Yeah, sped up. And I think one of my favourite things about this entire episode is how realistic that machine is oh man yeah just how well done it's got the big flashy button it's got the toys it's got whatever it's got sped up plinky plonky rights free track yes as the music which is just absolutely spot on and then when the money runs out it's just it's just, a, it just, just everything goes just off in one I love, I love how realistic everything about the machine is also throughout this episode i love how realistic just the disappointment is 
and the, the my I just feel like their relationship with the machine is exactly the same as what my relationship was with all pinball um, skill tester <laughs> arcade machines where as a kid of course you know yep. you don't have unlimited coins right. and I'm one of seven kids my parents couldn't afford to be dishing out you know dollar coins every five minutes for these arcade machines and so it was a rare treat to use one so skill testers where the idea is that you don't win the the owner of the machine <laughs> makes money it was just it's so like bandit kind of gets it yep. <laughs> yeah. he knows that you know you can't win every time because his his sort of reenactment of the machine is is dare i say a lot more realistic than chili's because they just <laughs> yeah because they lose that was one of the other things I think I've mentioned once or twice in the past that like I feel like there's somebody with game design background because the phrase yes, sure. it wouldn't be exciting if you won every time is something yep. that like comes up yeah. in game design like you know the balancing and, and he's yeah, also kind it, of having right having success all the time just isn't fun yeah. and then it plays out because in Chili's game you win all the time and they're just like exactly. yeah, yeah. no nah, I don't want to play again yeah, like, yeah wow. don't want to play it's, and I oh, just I just like when they're in the car coming home and they're so frustrated hmm. That they, Silly game. Yeah. And yeah. I just, I I know what that, I still feel that way about skill testers mm-hmm. and things because they sit there and they taunt me <laughs> and they're just like, you can do it, you can do it. And then you never, and I, I do feel rotten about it for the rest of the day. You mentioned, Marty, the opening scene. And yes. this is one of my favorite ones because it's so simple. Like, I'm pretty sure the mm. opening shot, it's like uh, the table at a restaurant type thing and there's like mm. half-eaten chips and stuff. Yep. And then it's sort of you pull back <laughs> and you see the skill tester and it's got that, it's like a purple carpet, I think, that's got like stars. And you go, was- they're at a pub. Yeah. 100%. I- I've been to that pub many times. I know what it looks and smells and sounds like. I've got a note here that says, like, I can feel the texture of the carpet. Yes. And you can, you can smell that carpet. You can tell how much, like, beer and soft drink it's soaked up. It's inexplicably sticky. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Even though it's just been washed. You know, it is exceedingly tactile, isn't it? And especially that sort of random colourful patterns, like you kind yep. of get on the bus seats yeah. and stuff like yes. that. Yes. something that has that character to it. And it's just like, this is a public space. Someone in 1981 designed the textiles for a bus seat, and then they have not changed <laughs> since then. No one's no one's ever gone. Hey, should we rethink the crazy like? space station style <laughs> colours of these crazy zany bus seats? No, no, no. Leave the bus seats alone. I think for some of our international listeners, they may have no idea what we're talking about. We will put up a picture on our socials to show you this uh, insane bus. Particular to style. us, it's it's part of life, but to other people, they're like, yeah. what are you talking about, yeah. boys? Yeah, how, how universal is that material of oh, a That's a really good question. Seat? Send us a picture of your bus seats from all around the world, please. We want to see. It just feels like somebody over-ordered. <laughs> yeah. They just put yeah. a cheap roll of something Globally. that was just like heaps of it. They're just going to go, yeah, we've got at least you know 20 to 30 years left because you know let's be honest they never change them i love that little exchange when bingo runs to 
dad, dad to yeah, try and great, find it? some coins for the machine. And, and Bandit's obviously just eating his weight in bub meal. <laughs> yeah. and, and Leaning just, back. And Chili's still, like, just slowly having, having a salad. salad yeah. and, but Bandit's looks just like I do after any burger. Entirely <laughs> replete. He's ready to undo a buckle. Yes. And she's so excited about this skill tester. She's she, forgot her words. She, she's got, and that's a really cool, like, of course- children of her age sometimes get so excited that they forget to use words to explain it and it's a cool use of dogness as yes. well the way she's just yelping <laughs> and bandits like use your words and, and i'm sure marty you you can probably speak to this in uh, the same way i can where we're trying to teach our respective uh children you know use your words as opposed to just random crying or just just like you know stuff that doesn't make you can see yeah, what they're trying yeah, to do and you're like yeah. come on you, yeah yeah meh, meh, meh. use your words please what what do you want what's yeah, yeah. wrong you know what why am i the villain again like all those sorts of things and i love the coaxing of using one word in particular and it's it is a win you think like come on like you should like trying to teach bingo to you use manners but bandit doesn't actually spell out the whole word he nearly gets the s and then she says please and he's like oh man that's a win i'll take it <laughs> and then he just kind of drops the coin i love that he doesn't yeah, give it to yeah. her he just, like, just, it. It's it just on the floor <laughs> the way that she runs on in on frame and he says oh Hi, fun size. Fun size. Yes. Uh, yeah, that, that, I guess that's that's one of the endearing terms that Bandit calls the kids. I've not heard that one so before, many different- fun size, but oh, really? I'm using it. Yeah, <laughs> fun size as in the like small chocolate bars or whatever it might yeah, be. Yeah, which, I mean, it's the age-old question, how is that more fun, less chocolate? <laughs> I'm not the first person to say that, and I won't be the last. It's marketing, people. It's all about marketing. I also want to give a shout-out to uh, a sound clip we've heard in many a Bluey episode now. But when the skill tester shuts down and, <laughs> you know, you get that look of anger and disappointment on Bluey's face and just the, what? Which I'm pretty <laughs> yeah. sure is a reused sound clip. But every time I hear it, I go, it strikes that perfect balance between yeah. <laughs> anger, frustration, and just utter confusion. Like, you said, what? <laughs> like, ah, oh, I love it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's used again later in the episode when it's um, Bandit's turn. Yes. Oh, you don't know what you're doing. Like, I'll show you how it's done. That's right. And, and the first time, it's almost more of a betrayal because Bluey's kind of thinking, Dad, this was supposed to be you're you're actually in control here. You could <laughs> do it, and you still made me fail. Yeah. What? Why would you betray me? Oh, it's just the disappointment is so real. I don't want to say that too much, but I just I, I can't put my finger on how. But this episode really properly portrays the weird relationship I have with things that I feel like I should be good at, and then I try them, and then then. They let me down, and I just, I just feel so dirty about it. <laughs> it's just, I, I just really feel for them. I love the way this portrays the the two different parenting styles when it comes to this. All <laughs> like, as we we sort of touched on it before, but you know, Chili's sort of like everyone wins a prize, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and then you got Bander who's like. No, go and get a job. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I love Chili's reaction to Oh, that. Chili has two of the best lines yeah, in this episode uh, that are like sort of top 10 Chili moments of the series, yes, in my opinion. that's exactly what 
Aaron was saying today. When yep. when I okay. first first one when I mentioned the one that I'll let you mention you the, do one. the one. Yeah. Um. Uh. She said that might be the best best chili moment. Yeah. Best chili. But, but but you brought it up, man. I don't want to take it. Oh, oh, oh. So the, the the first one I'll sort of speak to, which we you know chili's had her turn. Ben is like, nah, that's not how you do it. Ah. Oh. Strap yourself in, kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is just a low saying, here comes the crux of the episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. And when they run off. Um, oh, yeah, he basically says, I'll give you a coin, but you've got to go do your chores first. Okay, this is great. They're learning a lesson and we're getting the house clean. Neither of those things are happening. <laughs> it's <laughs> and it's just- the way she deserves it. Just like, stop being smug. Neither of those things are happening, Jay. Oh, man. <laughs> it's so good. It is it's so good. So good. the best part of it is she's in the same room the entire time. <laughs> yeah. So how does she know that things are getting, like, half done? Does she know? She Her mum knows. knows. She just knows. She just, just and knows. She's like, a little bit baffled as to why Bandit could be fooling himself into thinking <laughs> that they're doing anything properly. When they first run off to make the bed, and she's like, oh, I've got my eye on you. What is it? I'm, I'm, I'm watching you, Magic Claw. <laughs> and he doesn't move at all they don't make <laughs> eye contact or anything he just stays sitting there yeah and like the the job they do of the bed they, just, <laughs> they make it worse it's so rubbish it's, I think they make it worse than it actually was and they just have a mutual confirmation that it's okay look at each other like, like mm, yep good and job good. When, when he says that line of oh this is great the house is they're learning a lesson and the house is getting clean he, you can see him writing on that cube oh, yeah. you can see him ri- writing the ice cream line yeah how got a question for you yeah mm-hmm. the dolphin mm. that is sort of uh you know it's bingo's toy in this episode is it called gray dancer is that the I, name I, of it i thought it was gray dancer yeah okay all right i wasn't sure i even went back listened to it a couple of times and i still wasn't convinced i'd i'd picked it gray gray dancer okay sure one of the other things i really like because we progressively get into it and I, it's another good way to show the contrast between Chili's playing of the game and Bandit's playing of the game is when Chili's doing it we're just seeing like front on she's got her legs crossed she plays the thing when Bandit does it we get the reproduction of what it looks like from inside the machine from earlier on in the episode oh, yeah. the yeah. hands yeah. just straight yeah. down yeah. and yes. just like unrealistically straight down yeah. um, Super long. and dropping up, yeah. a, you know, and the, the things are moving around. But, yeah, it's as if reproducing the, the look of them looking into the casing and seeing the hand moving. It's just so nice. Of just It transports you. Yeah. Yes. And without anyone rolling up any magazine. <laughs> what's that one um, where they go on the they go on the walk and they go on the, up the mountain and, the, and they're making their hands into fairies and puppets uh, and things? Uh, um, is that the, the Blue, Blue Mountains? Mountains? Blue, yeah, yeah, the Blue Mountains. Yes. I love Love how inconsistent that would be with reality because their hands are coming down from the top and they're so the long. The length of the arms. And, and yeah. you kind of suspend your disbelief because it's just like, ah, oh, you know, they're allowed to do that. But I love in this one, in this moment, it's inconsistent even within just the reverse shot because you can see <laughs> yeah, how exactly. long it is and then it cuts back to around the, the wide shot. And he's like holding it in diagonally. And, it, and, it's, and his there's hands no just normal. No way. Like, like there's no way you could have positioned that second <laughs> camera, not to mention that it's a cartoon. <laughs> I also want to shout out. I've seen these. Uh, I've seen this recently printed on a T-shirt as part of the uh, Bluey Dads group. I'm a member of on Facebook, uh, and I'm going to try and attempt to do the voice. So apologies, uh, Mr. McCormack. I am Magic Claw. I am not Dad. 
Magic Claw has no kids. His days are free and easy. <laughs> there are so many moments in this episode yeah. where they could have just delivered the line for the line's sake and what it does for the episode, but they slip in some parenthood <laughs> bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down as it is an episode of Zingers. Yes. And it's just like yeah. so many Oh, man. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> you spelt Holder wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that bit. I was just about to mention the cue because it just gets brushed over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and it was dad who wrote it. You spelled holder wrong. <laughs> when Chili's face, when she's reading the cube, she's reading it just sort of normally. And then when she realizes where the sentence is going, her, her eyes just drop to say, oh, Magic Claw, you dodgy bugger. Uh, and then, you know, she goes, oh, what is it? The, the holder gets two bottomless bowls of ice cream. Yeah. What does yeah, Bingo yeah. say at that point? Oh, what Louis is says something and then Bingo... Bingo goes, Bingo. <laughs> bottomless. <laughs> I love that Chili, I think it's actually the line you mentioned, it's attached to it, but the fact that Chili reads the message and then adds the additional stipulation of after dinner tonight, because that's just <laughs> such a mum thing to do. I'm just yeah. like, okay, dad's made this happen, but I'm just- He's a qualifier. Gonna, I'm just going to make this slightly more realistic. Because I know your dad- now, I actually put this out on our Twitter a little while back, basically saying that uh, Bingo is superior to Bluey. Change my mind and just to see what reaction we'd get. <laughs> and I've got, it up. I've got to be honest, most people agreed with me, but here's yet another example of why that's correct. Bluey just callously grabbing Grey Dancer yeah. off of <laughs> Bingo and returning it to the Magic Claw so she can get this, this mystical you know, ice cream cube. <laughs> and Bingo's just like... Oh, great dancer. And I'm like, Bluey, you're the worst. In Bluey's defense, that was all Bandit. <laughs> he just said, I oh, will give you a he coin in exchange for that. He's <laughs> yeah, just, why true. is he doing this? Why is he pipping them against each other? I love that they're just different. They're just like, I can't, I can't pick a favorite. I, I think yeah. I'm more like Bingo because Bingo is, as we've discussed before, more prone to just completely disappear from this world. She's more space cadet Yeah, more space cadet And Bluey's like a real go-getter. She makes the game. She, like, rallies people. And mm. I, I've, I've never been one of those, but I see her value. <laughs> so Bluey's more like your older brother, Ryan. Oh, 100%. 100%. And you, you have touched on something, and I'll shout out Ryan, because he will agree with this 100%. Sometimes Bluey does try to rally Bingo into a game, and it just doesn't work. And Bingo's just too much of a space cadet. And he and, and Ryan was always so talented about at making up games, trying to get me involved. He'll get a treasure map. He'll have some potion that makes things invisible. And I, I would have seen... Like a, a bug or something, <laughs> and just gone. Oh, I'm out of it. That is so astute, Frank. <laughs> You've blown my mind. There you go. I think we've talked about this in the past, Frank, and I think I do have to agree with you. Ooh. I am a, a, a bingo fan. Mm. Yes. Maybe it is that contemplative type side to things, yeah. and just that. Yeah, I think I, I'm in alignment with you, Brenda. Just like not the person who's. Well, maybe it's the introvert extrovert thing. Maybe it's yeah. even that. I don't know, you know like whether that's any, any even relevant anymore to people who want to talk about. I don't know. But, yeah, so I, I think I'm going to have to the fall with Bingo. Look, of the two, I am probably more like Bluey as a kid now that I think of it. But as an adult, I look back at it and go, 
gee, I hope my kid doesn't turn into a bluey. If <laughs> if he could be a, a bingo type character, I will take that. Mm. <laughs> Do you align yourself more with bingo as well there, Marty? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. I can't decide who's my favourite out of the girls. So if Frank is bluey and you're bingo, maybe I just need to decide who's my favourite out of you guys. <laughs> That doesn't help at all. <laughs> we'll be right back after this all-in brawl. <laughs> yeah. yeah, do it. Well, if I'm Bluey, Marty or Bingo, Brenny, that I guess that just makes you rusty? I will take that <laughs> any day of the week. <laughs> Man, I clean up on this show. You call me rusty once. Ali thinks I'm like the, the busker. busker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I just- All I need to do- is come to this podcast. I don't even record anything. <laughs> and I always leave feeling amazing. Relaying back to an earlier moment, but this also comes into like stuff that we've previously done. Um, I remember the story that you had, Frank, about you and Brendan going and knocking on people's doors, <laughs> or just not actually know the story. It was about not knocking on people's doors. It's anyway, a key point. Yeah. I remember, I remember <laughs> that's that. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> oh, we will, I'll say. I said it. Then I'll say it again. We were bored. Oh, bored. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Here we go again with the fractal scenario where we're repeating. <laughs> anyway, um, I, you know the way he just says, "You love." Um, you know, try again. Or, like, <laughs> you lose, you lose, I you lose. Remember that thing we used to have where we just imagined a game in which it wouldn't like congratulate the winner, it would just completely admonish the loser. Do you remember that <laughs> yes. one, Brendan? So it was just like, you lose, you lose. <laughs> yeah, Why do you yeah. even play this game? You shouldn't even try. Go home. And if you are old, go, go to, to bed. bed. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? That's nothing. We came up with it. Uh, yeah, just the, the same tone as well. Just like that like, gravelly, like declaratory type voice. It was just like, no. Yeah, that was the video game we invented when we were playing other video games that we we, we just found were too, too, uh, too, kind. too celebratory of wins <laughs> and not accusatory enough of losses yeah that's right it's like mario kart should really just rub it in yeah to the loser it's like well the winner didn't we really get, get more value out of there's more losers than there are winners and then of course we come to the machine uprising and the the, the downfall of the machines ultimately <laughs> i love how <laughs> ill-fated <laughs> it is you really think it's going to be a thing like and then he just accidentally yeah, kicks the right. coffee table <laughs> <laughs> it just like the machine uprising lasts for two seconds and then there's a coffee table in the way <laughs> he stubs his toe. I love that it starts with him trying to mansplain. It's just like, you see, kids, well, the reason why... Like, yeah. And then they respond with violence, which we know solves everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. The lesson is, tickle him! <laughs> <laughs> and and another, another chili zinger in amongst all that. Stick it to the man! Yeah, yeah, stick it to the man! Yeah, and I love the, that's uh, bingo. another sort of um, moment that, um, <laughs> that Bingo gets back is during all that, when she gets Grey Dancer back, yep. she just throws, get him, Grey Dancer, throws Grey Dancer around <laughs> it anyway. <laughs> so it was good that she got him back in the end so that she could use Grey Dancer as a weapon. Hey, we've also mentioned recently the uh, inclusion of long dog spotting in mm. our uh, oh, episode reviews. This one does have uh, a long dog in it, and it's actually oh. just in the moment that we've just mentioned when the uh, assault on the machine uprising takes place, <laughs> Chili actually, I believe, has said long dog in her hands and uses that to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, attack Bandit. There's also, I've also been reading recently that as well as this long dog that we've talked about appearing, allegedly appearing in every episode, you will also find a tennis ball in every single episode of Bluey. At some point, just in the background, some are obviously more obvious than others. 
there is a tennis ball that appears in yeah. this in the background of the the sort of main shot when Bandit is the claw. I think off mm. to the left hand side you'll see a tennis ball. Yeah, I think just when they come in the door as well. Yeah, when they come in, in the hallway, home, there's just one sitting by. And them. it's one of those things that you sit there and go, "Well, most houses in Australia have that anyway." Let alone a house full of dogs. So <laughs> you, you, you've probably seen it, you know, however many times, and you don't even register that it's that it's there all the time. Yeah, yeah. If it's in a household full of dogs, it's the kind of tennis ball that I'm not going to pick up. (laughs) I should say also, Marty, I'm just going back a bit, but when you said that it was um, Pachelbel's cannon playing in the skill tester, Mm. I am sure, unless I'm very much mistaken, that I once saw uh, one of those, uh, what do you call them? It's not really a skill tester. It's one of those ones with the lollies in it and there's that the, the slider the slider oh, thing yeah, and, you, yeah, and you've yeah. got to drop it at the right time so it pushes the there was one of those was I, I swear to god it had the um tune from the cantina band um from star wars and <laughs> figuring dan thing, in the modal notes figuring wow. dan <laughs> martin everybody <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a lot of brain space i could be using for other things yeah. uh, but that's what it's stuck with now <laughs> no i swear that that happened once I, I, <laughs> no i think and, I, and I, I was listening I to I'm it and i recognize this yeah. I'm like, how did speaking of like because of course Bell's canon would be you know um uh, in the public domain but i just thought was this licensed by disney or something or but probably this is- not like that machine like if a lawyer comes around the corner that machine is sneaking away yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> the lawyer's eyes just turn into dollar signs <laughs> <laughs> so in closing what would you say is the moral of the story to uh-huh. <laughs> these kids are awesome there it is <laughs> <laughs> and i love that even though you know you could be perceived as as bandit losing you know he's he's he got attacked as Magic Claw. He's hit his shin. You know, he had to give up the the endless ice cream bowl cube. Um, he's still at the end of the day. He sees it all as a win, and he's just like, "Yep, that was a good day. That was a good day out." Like, I I love that. It's a real parenting moment. That even in amongst all this perceived chaos, he's like, "Yeah, I love these kids." Like, oh, how good is that? Well, guys, I don't know about you, but um, before I got here, I found this skill tester that I just could. I'm sure if I just put one more dollar in there, <laughs> I know I can get it. I know I can get the 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 what is it? The chocolate doodads? What are they? <laughs> doodads. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah, chocolate doodads. That's what they say. <laughs> yep. I can. I know I can do it. Here, here's a dollar. A dollar. <laughs> Thanks, Frank. <laughs> uh, well, back to the foyer of Hammerbarn for me. <laughs> ah. Do they ever have those things in hardware stores? They should. Uh, I think I've seen them do like the classic gumball machine, where it's yeah. like your twenty cents and you get a gumball. But uh, well, if there is a skill tester at Hammerbarn, you know where it would be. It would be where I like to go, aisle three hundred, left of the fake grass. If you're here to flamingo, you've gone too far. by Frank Brennan and Marty. You can follow the Hammerbahn Project on facebook.com slash Proj at Proj on Twitter or Hammerbahn underscore project on Instagram. Theme featuring Nibblings, Kaylee, Jade, Ashley and Reese and PA announcements by brother-in-law, me, Josh. Thanks for listening and remember to get down to Hammerbahn for cheap shuffles. Yeah.